Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show, and my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. That's not you. I've got two mics. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Anne Scantlebury. We are three for three this week. We didn't expect to be. Uh, we did not. No, I'm not supposed to be here. But we're not allowed to talk about that until the news. Exactly what, exactly what was just mentioned to me outside. Got two mics. What have they been doing in here? Interesting. There was, there were, there, there was an instrument. Across the other side of the desk. Did, did, did anybody see what it was? Don't have to if you're listening on, on Resonance 104.4 FM. You can, um, well, you'll already know. Or if you're online, you can rewind, can't you? But don't rewind. Right. This is live. We're a video game radio show. We're going to talk about video games for the next 59 minutes or so. I mean, we'll probably tangent off about other things because we usually do, typically. Uh, how are you, Simon? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, for reasons that I'm not allowed to discuss until the <laughs> news story, apparently. And so there's only one news story this week, so don't mention it until I've done until I've mentioned it. Don't talk about it. Okay, so is everyone looking forward to GDC? Can't don't wait. Talk- yeah, <laughs> so hap- yeah, it hasn't been uh, confirmed so in the news. Have, haven't looked at the news <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> yeah, and for, you know, for that reason, uh, you know, I was too excited about GDC. That's why I've decided not to go to Tenerife. Great. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's been strange actually because um, where we were going to go in Tenerife uh, is the hotel. Uh, well, it's the uh, it's the hotel we were originally going to stay at. Is uh, that, that's the one that's in it. lockdown. That's one that's in lockdown. Oh. Um, we moved to the H10 Big Sur, which is just down the coast, but they're pretty close to each other. Oh, um, and part of me thinks, you know, given that uh, the coronavirus uh, is spreading, is it is it safer to be close to where all the medical attention is? Ah, to get it early. Yeah, or you know, or I you know, or I would imagine everybody is coughing into their elbows and washing their hands properly, unlike you know what I've just seen outside on the walk here to residence. Some bloke just literally walked past me and coughed in my face. I saw someone at a well-known supermarket chain today <laughs> coughing on the milk. Ooh. So don't 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 have don't any go milk. There. Don't have any milk. Um, did you know about the thing where you're supposed to wash your hands to the um, for the length of singing two happy birthdays? Mm. 
Who has two? Well, it's only the Queen can do it. Yeah. <laughs> She's the only one of us that will survive. Uh, two happy f- birthdays, or um, uh, my partner said four thong songs. <laughs> the entire thing. Well, she, she was How long is the One Life Left theme? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So, so two thirds of the, right. the One Life Left mm-hmm. theme. Uh, or if you're boring like me, you just count 20 seconds. Do you? But, but, just but you do at least one, do that. Two, you, are, you are thorough. Three, four, five. Uh, yeah, because whatever you think about hygiene, there might be someone else watching you do it and they'll judge you otherwise. <laughs> so it's, it's that person behind you singing <laughs> happy birthday at you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Stop <laughs> <my birthday. laughs> Stop it. Well, at least we can laugh about it, eh? Oh, uh, yeah. For now. Yeah. Um, it, I found out at work it's not okay to make jokes about wanting to become a super spreader. <laughs> And what was the, <laughs> what was what was the consequence of that joke then? Someone just said, "I don't think that's okay." Right. And I went, "Oh, just go away, <laughs> go away and lick the coffee mug." <laughs> well, one of my jokes was I was just going to come in, and lick my hands, and wipe it everywhere. Right. Uh, but, so, so, so during the uh, the outbreak, it is too soon. Apparently so. Yeah. Okay. And is this the stuff we're not meant to be talking about? No, no, because it, this no, won't, no, no, this this won't is, have any repercussions no. for the games industry, <laughs> will it? <laughs> I can't imagine no, this is so. Just, this is just health, isn't it? General health. Just general just health. General just general health. world health. Shall we get on with the news? Let's see how that happens. It's 7.05 on Monday the 2nd of March. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The Game Developers Conference has been postponed. Organisers have announced in a statement the intention is to hold the event in the summer. While the statement didn't mention coronavirus, increasing numbers of companies had pulled out of the event over health concerns. EVE Online developer CCP has also cancelled FanFest, which was due to take place in Reykjavik in April, while Capcom has cancelled some Street Fighter tournaments. What? <laughs> Shocked all of this. <laughs> what? What does that mean? What? Yeah. We're not going. So we're not going anymore. We're not, are we? We were going. Is this our official statement? I guess so. Uh, we were going to do the show out there. Yeah, we were. Really well, there, there, there's also nothing newsworthy now in us pulling out, is there? <laughs> we, we were going to do it anyway, were we? Uh, no, we so, were always going to go. So we found out on Friday, didn't we? Friday. Late Friday. Late Friday. Friday. Yeah. I mean... That was the way that the uh, that was the direction of travel, wasn't it? I think um, Sony um, and Facebook Facebook pulled out early, mm, and then Unity followed. Yeah. And I think at at the point that Unity dropped out, that was where I started to think. Then Epic went. Yeah, and Microsoft went. And and the the key is here that uh, GDC is a industry facing conference, right? It's uh, it's a business conference, and while uh, they can, they can, you know, you can imagine them getting away without some of the major platforms um, in a way that uh, consumer-facing conferences would struggle. When the uh, when the engines start to go, when Unreal s- drops and when Unity drops, there's so, so many people there to talk about that sort of stuff, and so many of them there to give talks at the conference. Um, and I was I was checking out a spreadsheet online that. Uh, tracked the the sort of impact each um, dropout was going to have on the on the conference itself, and by the end, uh, it was about twenty five percent of the speakers there 
uh, had, uh, you know, in the spreadsheets language, were, were under threat. Uh, 25% of the sessions were under threat of not going ahead. Uh, and I think it was probably more than that, actually, by the end as well. So it wasn't a great surprise to me that uh, in the end, GDC took what must have been an awful, uh, heartbreaking decision for them to, uh, to can- well, to postpone the whole thing. It's difficult to know whether it was the right decision or not. Um, mm. You know, it's probably for the best. You know, our company, our travel policies have been updated. And um, uh, initially, we were like, look, if you don't feel comfortable traveling, then don't. Like, it's up mm-hmm. to you. Um, but then we've had the direction from elsewhere that all international travel is to be suspended till, until further notice. Mm. I think it's... it's uh, I, I think um, we all feel a little bit like... Oh, but you know, uh, this has been hyped up by the media, and it's 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 dreadful and scary and terrible. But are the consequences really that bad if we take these hygiene precautions? If we wash our hands and sing Happy Birthday, then then won't we be fine? Won't we be fine? And we're all looking forward to GDC as well. But of course, there's there's a liability issue, isn't there, from the big companies? I don't think anyone wants the prospect of, of looking like they're forcing someone to go into a company, a, 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 a city that is under what, what's the mayoral, mayoral state, of emergency. state of emergency, and you know face the costs of American healthcare. Uh, it can be a potentially disastrous situation for a company. So it's not surprising to me that they dropped. And, uh, you know, again, wasn't super surprised that GDC had to make the decision they made uh, because uh, what else could they do at that point? It did, uh, it did feel weird um, that it collapsed just as PAX was mm. getting into its... Uh, or, or just ending its first days. You've got a large industry consumer-facing event mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anybody seen anybody back from PAX, though, yet? been avoiding them (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so yeah we've got a load of time on our hands all of a sudden haven't we yeah we do so we're not going to have our usual shows that we record which we've banked on for getting time off i'm going to see um richard herring leicester square theatre podcast with adam and joe which is on a monday and i was talking to Anne about this last week going i need to book a monday oh we uh, won't need to book it off because we'll be on our on our holes on our layover i've got an actual hole coming up not anymore. No. Not anymore. All, holes things all foreign travel <laughs> suspended. Does that include the Leicester Square Theatre? Uh, yeah, it's only in Leicester, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, is that actually the only news story? No. Oh, good. <laughs> Online games distribution platform GOG has announced a new 30-day refund policy, but developers aren't best pleased about it. The company didn't let developers know before introducing the new policy. GOG sells games without DRM, which some devs think could let players abuse the system by downloading the game, asking for a refund, and keeping the game. The, pol- the previous policy offered a refund if the game wasn't downloaded or if it wouldn't play on the user's hardware. GOG has said it's adding manual moderation of every refund request and the option to refuse refunds in individual cases. This does feel a bit sketchy. How, mm. how are they going to get the boxes to, back? Yeah, you have to send your .exes back to them, promise that you'll never use them again. You have to, um, I think what you have to do is get your phone and film yourself deleting it and then send that 
but you have Do you to feel go- yourself not copying it beforehand? <laughs> no, yes, and, but you have to go into your um, into your uh, trash can and then de- delete it from there as well. Like I say, but do you film yourself yeah. not copying it beforehand? Yeah, you have to film yourself well, for your whole 30 life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to send a documentary of your entire life proving that you have never copied it, uh, and then you get your refund. That's why it's a manual process now. It's going to take up quite a lot of time, isn't it? Manually going through and deciding if people are going to get refunds. How do you pronounce GOG? G-O-G. You sure? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I am sure. Okay. (laughs) Strange voice you've got, though. (laughs) Uh, It seemed to come from nowhere, this this refund. Like, so they didn't consult with any of their partners. They just announced it publicly, which upset a lot of people. Um, and yeah, that, well, don't worry, we, we will check everyone. I mean, that should have been taken as red rather than a follow-up statement mm, saying yeah. it's all fine. I don't know. I do like... Um, are your games on GOG? Well, there's a question, Steve, isn't it? Some, uh, some of them are. Legally? <laughs> they just said send the Xs. <laughs> Uh, they're a curated store, aren't they? So um, you can't, it's not just somewhere where all games can be sold. Right. Um, but I wonder, like, if they're making those sort of decisions without their partners involved, then that's a threat to their business model. Because if I was, if, if I wasn't happy with that, I'd be like, yeah, well, you're not selling them anymore. So. Yeah, and we've seen some some very outspoken people uh, on social media and in news stories this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, as a consumer, certainly on the PC side and on the uh, on the VR side. Um, there are some really uh, consumer-friendly refund policies, which I think are pretty fair. Uh, in that, you know, on Steam and on Oculus, I know this because I've refunded on both recently. Um, if you've played for under two hours and bought within the last two weeks, uh, which they can see, um, then it is then you get the money back and it is removed from your library. That, obviously, that cannot be guaranteed mm-hmm. in the case of a refund from 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 GOG. So you could be playing it G-O-G, at night. G O G G O G. G-O-G. G-O-G. Right. I said it confidently, but I, yeah. you know, I'm in too much. Could be playing it with the door closed where no one can see under the covers. Exactly. We've no got your internet cable. Uh, you know, you've got airplane mode on. <laughs> um, so I don't know what the incentive behind it was, really. Mm. Uh, if that's for just for more consumers to, to buy once and then keep recycling that PayPal money or what have you just to keep trying games. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, obviously, uh, selling... Um, DRM-free versions means that they don't have that insight into whether people have played them or not. So, yeah, yeah, don't know. Don't know. It, seemed, it seemed very strange. What is a reasonable amount of time to decide if you want a refund? Well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, um, that play for two hours within two weeks on Steam seems pretty fair on both. I think it's really generous to... Two hours I can decide well, that, within five minutes. Oh, I see. So, sorry, I, I thought right, you're, you're asking a broader question. Um, yeah, I mean, but the, the flip side is that I've not played at many games I've bought on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you are right. Yeah. So what? So you're saying that it should give you six minutes? Se- seven minutes. <laughs> seven, seven minutes easy. Eight minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Hmm. Ten minutes, and I can do whatever I want with it. And finally, Hideo Kojima will be awarded the BAFTA Fellowship Award this year. Kojima said of the announcement, I am very honoured and would like to take this moment to reflect on the many predecessors that came before me as I deeply respect their contributions to entertainment, whether in movies, television or games. The awards will take place in London on the 2nd of April, or will they? (laughs) (laughs) Did he name any of his predecessors? Uh... He also said, I would also like to thank those who have supported me over the years Uh, and I will continue with my commitment uh, to creating new and innovative ways that will push the world of play entertainment forward. 
Uh-huh. Um, I, thought he, I thought he was making movies now. I thought that was his thing. But when is a game a movie? When is a movie? Wait, when is a movie a game? When it's a Hideo Kojima game. Mm, <laughs> there we go. Did you just check Fellowship people out? I didn't. I had to oh, message Dexter because he's trying, he's trying to call him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you're on the show. Well, this is it. He, but he, he only listens to the podcast. Of course. Uh, okay. Uh, the good stuff. So uh, people who... But it's interesting though, isn't it, that uh, he's that um, all the work that Hideo Kojima has done prior, it's only until after he's done Death Stranding mm. that they go, okay now. I wonder what it was in, in that. Death, yeah. That, mm. Have you... You've, um, You've, you've been enjoying still got it. it. I've still got it. Okay. Still got it. So yeah. in its little plastic wrap. Is it? But I think that's part of the oh, game, isn't it? it mint. Yeah, it's part of the game is to see how, how long you can keep it on the side without touching it. Right. Well, there you go. Worthy I watched someone play it the other day. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of mud, a lot of walking across mud and rocks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, you might like it. It's a bit, it's, yeah, it's a bit like a hiking game uh, interrupted by babies. I like babies. Yeah, not this one. Okay. Uh, so past recipients, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Will Wright, Gabe Newell, uh, some other people, uh, Nolan Bushnell. Oh, we've met him. Peter Molyneux. Met him. Uh, met Sadly. David Braben. John met Carmack. Him. I've met him. Tim Schafer. I will say Man. that is a lot Kick. of gentlemen <laughs> and no women. None at all? No, it doesn't look like... Well, it's fellowship. It's not ladyship. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him get away with that. I said my, we, we didn't check on the Switch advert last week, but I made a comment. You immediately rolled your eyes at me. And I honestly was not making any statement about <laughs> gender divide. That is offensive. <laughs> And yet you laugh it off. No, Simon, what you're doing here is you're being an ally and you are pointing out when he's done something wrong and you're not leaving it up to me to have to do that the whole time. Is that why you laughed at him? Well, then why didn't you call him out like you you did my fictional bias Uh, last week? Everyone knows it's not a ladyship. (laughs) Maybe they have a ladyship award. (laughs) (laughs) Google it. Um, It's a mothership award, Steve. (laughs) Do we have any other news stories? There aren't any. No, there, there isn't any. Everything is stopped. Everything's stopped. Everything's stopped. Yeah, any event is stopped. Games right. have stopped happening. You can't make them anymore. I've got one from Gamasutra.com. Netflix is arguing that choose your own adventure has become a generic term. After being hit with a lawsuit over a Black Mirror episode's relationship to the Choose Your Own Adventure phrase, a term trademarked by book publisher Choosco, Netflix is asking a court to revoke the company's trademark. That's interesting. Who the hell are Choosco? I don't know. Have they been around since the Fighting Fantasy books? I guess. I've never heard of them before no, as well. It sounds like maybe they've... Uh... So I think they're the ones that had the Bandersnatch book thing, which is why they're particularly... I think that they're the ones that had that, which is why they're particularly interested in this. Choose Co. Find out. Founded in 2003. So mm. they've oh, trademarked Choose Your Own Adventures. They're trying to sue <laughs> Netflix, despite the fact that the, I was reading the... Admittedly, they weren't called Choose Your Own Adventures back then, or they weren't marked at it, but uh, the Fighting Fantasy books, Warlock of Far Top Mountain, Death Trap Dungeon, The Others. <laughs> Those are all names that I know. Pit of Doom. <laughs> that sounds like one, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I'm, 
Choose Your Own Adventure is separate from Fighting Fantasy, though, isn't it? But it, it is. They were but, very, yeah, but very... A company founded in 2003 Certainly. should not argue that it owns the right to them. I'm with Netflix on this. But I think they own the rights to the Choose Your Own Adventure books. So I think well, they must don't, be... Don't up. write it with capital letters. <laughs> is that the... Just say It does sound a little bit like um, Netflix is is dissing itself a little bit by saying Choose Your Own Adventure. It's just It's just generic. It's just generic. What's that called? Bandersnatch? Generic. It's just generic. Eh? That's just a generic TV show. We could select my own adventure. <laughs> That's right. Select yeah. my own... Yeah. We could, we could get around with... Pick your ways. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, trademark it. Set up a holding company and we've, we've got it. Right, uh, so... Um, Who's who's winning this then, Steve? Uh, it's not clear to me. Netflix moved to have the case dismissed earlier this year, but the request was denied. In this latest development, Netflix confirms there were talks of potential licensing deal earlier on. Oh. Uh, now we're getting down to yeah. the nitty gritty, but argues that the discussions were not related to Bandersnatch. So it looks like they've they've had a talk early, and then they've had a falling out, and now it's getting a little bit uh, legal. All right, well, best of luck to both parties, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not had a chance to look at any other stories, Steve. Apologies. Is that your last one? Mm, that was the the only one I could see of note on Gama Sutra's front page. Uh, there was another one that I saw, which was uh, which was about CCP calling off the fan fest, which Anne has Done dealt it. with. It's the only news. Um, and that's, you know, that's it. Oh, here we go. You want a new show? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's, I was, Do this I properly. Was just, just, I was giving you a chance to tear up. Okay, well, well, now we have to start it again. Happy? Ready? Dead or Alive 6 hair colour change. Sorry. (laughs) Dead or Alive 6 hair colour change microtransaction. A complete slap in the face. Quotes. Let it die. This is by Wesley Yinpool, deputy editor on Eurogamer. Um, Koei Tecmo is charging Dead or Alive 6 players real world money to to change a character's hair colour. The microtransaction, bizarrely, is exclusive to the PlayStation 4 version of the game and is done via its existing premium ticket system. The tickets work out at $1 each and it costs one ticket to change a character's hair. Um, I don't dye my hair. Neither do I. Anne? Never done it in my life. Okay, but do you know how much it might cost? I think it's free. <laughs> is it free? Yeah. Free in real life. I think life. it's just free. I think you just, like, close your eyes and will it to happen. In which case... This is outrageous. It is outrageous, isn't it? Uh, no, it's, it can be quite expensive to dye your hair in IRL. Right. Especially if you want to get it a colour you actually like. <laughs> uh, Simon. Yes. Have you ever paid for a cosmetic transaction online? Oh, oh, have you ever paid for a cosmetic transaction on Off. your face? <laughs> uh, yes and no, oh. in that order. Uh-huh. Um, well, if cosmetic is what, what is your, what is your name... I had to pay Microsoft when they were charging uh, you to rename your uh, Xbox Live gamer tag uh, because I'd forgotten what it was or something. I just uh, I can't remember what it was. It okay. involved me spend, uh, spending uh, gold on that. Sounds like more of UK. a uh, that's not really. A, I, yeah, I don't think that's a cosmetic Branding. change. I think that's more of there a. There is nothing more cosmetic than my name. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more of an admin issue. Okay, it's a deed poll so they were justified. Issue. I think no, they I'm not saying they're justified. Now. 
you never, yeah, that's the only cosmetic thing. I've... You never paid for a skin. No, you paid for some of Dexter's oh, fortnights. Yeah, funded his. Yeah, of yeah, course funded I have. someone else's habit. Absolutely, but nothing. You Myself. never paid for anything when you were into Battlefront. Or... Oh, I bought the Batmobile in Rocket League. Right, that is that's literally... not cosmetic, though, is, is it? it not? No, does it's it a different car? It's a different car. Transportation. It's a different car. So you're what not, does that affect you? You're dying your car, are you? Mm. You're getting a new one. But is it? how is it different from your actual Rocket League? It's got a much longer wheel-to-engine um, uh, axis. Right. I sort of, I could have got away with that if I'd said it with more confidence, couldn't I? It's a different car. I, I, I'd argue that's not cosmetic. Is it cosmetic? Does it well, have if you any... can't see a name, <laughs> you're arguing that a name changes them. No, I'm, I'm arguing that does it have any impact on the gameplay whatsoever? Makes, uh, yes. Well, no, I, 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 that's a question I've often asked myself, Stiach, and I'd like the official response, is that, <laughs> but do the hitboxes change on cars? Because they know. should do, but, do but they? also they shouldn't. Because if your hitbox is different, then you're getting... <laughs> Then you'll be getting a. You dyed your hair. Yes. <laughs> Cost me a dollar. <laughs> I agree with everything technical you're doing. Uh, Scants ever paid for a cosmetic change online or otherwise? I mean, definitely not online. Offline, however, different story. Amazing. I think that's the end of the news, isn't it? It's the end of everything. Oh, thanks, Scants. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is amateur LSDJ, veteran of One Life Left and Resilience. It's from chipmusic.org where you can hear all of our brilliant chip music. Uh, and we'll have another piece later in the show, I'm sure. How are you getting on, Anne? Yeah, I'm just over here. How, how are you getting on, Steve? If, um, if everything goes into lockdown, yeah. which it could, could we don't know, yeah. are we going to do the show remotely? All um, dial in. Do you think that what I like to see the whites of your eyes when I look at you? Do you? Do I? No. Uh, I don't know. I like being in a room with you. Do you? Yeah. Huh. I do think that Didn't we're slight, that. slightly better when we're in a room together. I, I agree with that yeah. for sure. Uh, I mean, 
when we've when we've tried to do the show as just a podcast before. Oh, it's been terrible. It's been terrible, hasn't it? Yeah. So in many ways, GDC got away lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I th- yeah, I would imagine that's how they're looking at it. <laughs> they as they survey the remains of the Moscone. It'd be interesting to be there, though, wouldn't it? Oh, that's... God, imagine what you could do in that. Co- so that's going to be empty now. You- oh, you could run a very big escape room. Right. Yeah. You almost wouldn't need to do any puzzles, would you? No. Just lock people in there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get out. Right. Uh, obviously, one great theme uh, Escape the Pandemic. Right, or yeah, they could make it the opposite of an, of an escape room. And in, gather, in <laughs> escape collect room. everybody. <laughs> uh, Do you reckon then, if we made an offer for like a dollar to take to hire the Moscone, it's better than what they're getting? No, because I'm sure they'll be getting the money anyway, won't they? I don't know. How does insurance work? I don't, have no I don't know. Idea. We, don't, we don't know. We specifically do not know. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing, isn't it? The GDC flu. Uh, people, I, I typically go out there and then usually get quite sick the week after because mm. I've caught something from someone. I remember four years ago, there was an image of this going around um, on Twitter on Friday. There was a installation in the alt controller thing where you had to lick a thing. Oh. To Do you remember that? No, I had to lick something I, yeah. to control a game. <laughs> doesn't seem doesn't seem like the greatest also, idea VR in retrospect, does bad. it? bad. You can transmit so many things through your eye juice. Is that true? No. Okay. No, I'm not a medical expert. Right. Um, but it, it doesn't feel like if you put something on your face and you sweat in it, and then someone else puts it on their face, that doesn't feel okay. Do you not think that that's how things get passed around? Well, you can apparently, um, you know, what you need to do is, uh, you know, to, to stay safe out there is keep washing your hands. Mm. Um, happy birthday. Sing happy, happy birthday, birthday. a lot. Um, don't touch your face, nose or eyes. Now, if you've got VR on, can't, <laughs> can't touch. So, actually, it's very safe in there, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, oh, one, one thing that didn't uh, end up in the news, which is slightly related, uh, was that the um, simulator by Plague Inc. Uh, called Pandemic uh, became China's top paid iOS download recently. But then the Chinese government have removed it recently. Right. And everyone was like, well, Good. that's a bit... Sp- oh, what? Because they just don't want people talking about that. Turns out it was... Uh, I think it was because it had become um, very popular, they had realised that actually they'd never um, said that it, it... Like it... I think it had been put out illegally so it wasn't on their list of games that Ah. could be sold in China but apparently game sales in China are going through the roof right now because it's a solitary activity yeah this could be a boom time for the games industry well it could and also uh, because factory um, factories have shut down uh, in China as well so the I think it's the nitrogen oxide that uh, is usually over some of the major cities has completely gone down Mm. Uh, NASA took some photos so you know great for games great for the environment not so great for Plague Inc (laughs) no (laughs) unfortunately or for for humans yeah that that, that as well yeah but we discussed them on the show previously didn't we and and how they were being disingenuous Mm. anyway so that's their comeuppance it's going to come to us all at some point (laughs) should we do the letters Yeah. yeah Thank you very much for your letters. Uh, We've received 
today, I believe, they're the only ones. I think that there was one that we didn't... I'll, I'll find it, that we didn't read out. There was one that came in right yeah. at the end of oh. the show last week. Don't worry, I've got this. OK. Cool. Um, well, Robert Wells writes, OK, I'm in. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Today I read the obituary of Dr. Freeman Dyson. He was proud of never earning a PhD, but everyone still called him a doctor. He worked in all sorts of science, including attempts to get to Saturn with a rocket powered by nuclear explosions and demonstrating the equivalence of two formations of quantum electrodynamics. But I only know him for coming up with the idea of Dyson trees, a theoretical idea of space colonisation where seeds could be sent into space, which would take root and flourish, conditioning the atmosphere and sending out more seeds into space. And even then, I only know that idea because of the game Euphoria, where you do just that. What have you learned from the game? What's the thing you'd least expect to see reference in the New York Times? Pip Pip Robert. That's a really interesting question, Robert. Things that you have learnt from a game. That's almost too good a question. It is. I can't yeah. answer. It's so... Something... We should have saved this one for next week, shouldn't we? And we'd have thought it must be... Should we keep it as a holdover? Um... Well, maybe we should turn it around and throw it out to the listeners. Oh, listeners. <laughs> Come on, we must have learned something from a game. Have we? D- um, don't do online chat. There you go. Learned Stay safe. Game. Stay yeah. safe. Um, something you've learned from a game. We have to come back to that. I tried to learn uh, driving. Remember when I was learning to drive and I was trying to pl- uh, do driving games to help me learn to drive? And that did not work. Okay. So I did not learn to drive from games. Are you going to be uh, messing around with Microsoft Flight Simulator when it comes out? Um, I don't know. I don't know that I've got anything to play it on. Get yourself an Xbox. Dear team and SSG, writes CJC, with all of the technology available to them in the house, my children have recently taken to replaying Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga on Android tablets. Despite having played it on the Xbox 360 and the tablet control system, they now seem intent on 100%ing the game. Have there been any games that have re-caught your imagination years later when you've gone back to complete something that eluded your younger self? Michael Caine simulated the fourth protocol was a lot of fun to revisit on a Commodore 64 emulator as an adult, even if I still couldn't finish it. Your capacitive controls correspondent, Chris Conroy. Well, I was showing Steve just before the show. I bought um, a new. Um, it's called a single gaming board uh, handheld SGB. Oh, okay. It's called. You learned um, that from your friends on the internet. I did. did all you? my friends on Reddit. Uh, it's an RG three hundred and fifty Retro Game three hundred and fifty, which is a handheld device uh, that plays all sorts of emulated uh, titles um, from DOS to PlayStation One. And so, what I've decided to do, you know, it isn't as if I've already got enough to play. Those Witcher contracts won't finish themselves, will they? No. Uh, but it's been said I spent the weekend playing International Superstar Soccer 98. A game that's literally <laughs> 21 years old. <laughs> and it's got all sorts of fantastic made-up names because they never had the official licenses for the players, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It's probably 23 years old, isn't it? Oh, 98 no, must have come out yeah, in 97. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 98, yeah, a vintage year. Very playable. It's any good. Well, save it for the review very section. Very playable. Save it for okay, the review. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've been playing a lot of stuff as well. I have fired up Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babel, the um, the Game Boy Color entry, which is, uh, to all intents and purposes, a full Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, you, you've learned lots about the lore, have you? Well, it's just in that it's, it's, it's ambition for, you know, I, I 
I couldn't hazard a guess at well, actually, I probably could see the file size <laughs> how big it is but it must be a couple of hundred K but it's a full uh-huh. full Metal Gear experience with bosses and all sort you, you know the and characters and the sniping and the missiles and yeah you could go and ask him at his ladyship <laughs> but yeah unfortunately I fear that what I'm going to do is just go down the rabbit hole of replaying all the games I used to play mm. and then uh not expanding my horizons any further. But, that, I mean, that's just what getting old is, isn't it? Just going, yeah. I pay Spotify to rent Muse albums <laughs> that, I, that I literally own. Yeah, but you own them in that book that you can't open. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Held hostage, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Scans? Have you ever been uh, back to something? Um, well, I want to go back to something. Is uh, it Nico Atsumi? Yeah, <laughs> and sort of related. So, obviously... I want to go back, but I want to go back in VR, and I want to do Nico Atsumi VR, um, but I can't at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, and I don't know if it was to team, I didn't check, got a very exciting press release earlier, and usually I just delete press releases. But Space Team is coming to VR. Is it? And I love Space Team so much. That is exciting. It's very exciting. So it's going to, um, I think it's going to be out on Oculus uh, Quest or Rift. Uh, Steam, other PC stores, and there's going to be a PlayStation VR version. Have you played Keep Talking or Nobody Explodes? Yes, or, with him. Hello, Explodes. Simon. So, how did that go between you? Uh, we didn't. We I, we haven't exploded. Really? Congratulations. <laughs> that's why we continue to do the radio. So that's show. quite a bit space team. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. So I'm very yeah. excited about that. That's one thing uh, I will go back. Maybe that's it. You, I never go back unless it's in VR. <laughs> Uh, okay, we've got another letter, haven't we? Yeah, we do. So this is from last week. Dear Team OLL, to follow on from last week's dad and VR discussions, I was wondering how you cope with mixing the two. I've been excited about the various iterations of modern VR, but have been put off by the idea of being so disconnected from the outside world while playing them when also caring for a small child. It took quite a while after the birth of my daughter three years ago to be able to use headphones while playing for the fear of missing something on the baby monitor. Now she's at an age where it's possible, It's possible, but we have a second daughter due this Thursday, last Thursday, the 27th. That baby could exist by now. Oh no, you've missed your window. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be back to the beginning again very soon. I've tried Friends VR setups and love the likes of Beat Saber and Pistol Whip, but I think I might need to wait another couple of years or so. What are your thoughts on VR around small children and is there anything else you just can't play until your little ones are bigger? Uh, and that is from Matt Bailey and he also says uh, P.S. I would have sent this an hour ago, but I've been caught up with an urgent need to run my daughter's bath and get her to bed. So it seems parenting gets in the way of One Life Left Letters too. So Simon is the one with experience Hello. here, and we know how poorly that ended. Poorly. <laughs> well, the th- um, obviously you wait until they go to bed. Uh, or um, What's nice about the Quest is that um, you can play it. Uh, it's, got, oh, it's, got, it's got speakers above the ear, so mm. your ears are open. Ah. So turn the baby monitor up. Uh, and you should be able to hear it. You should be able to hear it go off while you're immersing yourself in Beat Saber. The other thing you could do potentially is what I do when I'm drinking wine whilst pl- uh, whilst in VR. It's quite difficult. But if you look look down your nose, uh, you could put a visual aid down there, just outside of your guardian area. Just keep looking down your nose. Put your wine glass next to it. Um, very difficult drinking wine, actually, whilst mm. keeping the headset on. I managed it. Don't well worry. Done. Well done. You well. get a straw though, couldn't you? Not a plastic. I, I thought straw. of that. Yeah, but you could get a good straw and a, quite a long one as well. Okay. Then you just keep it there. 
so we've solved my drinking. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't solved, fully solved the uh, parenting uh, issue. But uh, that's, yeah, that's the way to do it. Because the other VRs, have got, you've, you've, you've basically got headphones on, haven't you? So, yeah. mm, tricky. It is tricky. And, uh, and if you take the headphones off, does that diminish? Well, you, well, you, you can't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, can you play VR games without the headphones on? Well, obviously, yeah, but you can't hear them. The games, but you need to hear all the games. I don't know why they bother putting sound in, do you? <laughs> it's all about. I mean, this does come up for me quite a lot. And no, I, do, yeah. I work in audio. I love yeah. it. I think it's great. But every now and then, just switch it off. Right. Well, a lot of VR is to do with spatial audio, of course, it which is, you must course, appreciate. And I do appreciate it. And I'm aware that it is about building the whole world right. in Still. virtual reality. But do you need just, it? But, you, but maybe <laughs> just have one in. Why bother with a headset, actually? <laughs> <laughs> do you need to look at it? You could just walk around your room. <laughs> With a glass of wine. I got, oh, this is the greatest you, virtual reality I've ever had. Do you not have an imagination? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Or just stick with the quest, open ears. Yeah. Yeah, that's my advice. Well, well, sorted. I really hope that answers all <laughs> of your questions. No parenting questions. Just email uh, to... Team at onelifeleft.com. Fantastic. Good. Um, should we have another piece of music I think to so. sort of uh, bring ourselves together for a second, and then we'll uh, we'll be back after this. since 104.4 FM. I don't think games have taught us anything, have they? Evidently not. It doesn't sound like it. Have you ever learned anything from the radio show? Apart from to not do not. exactly. <laughs> still, still, uh, still working on that. 13, 14 years in? 14 years yeah, in. Very nearly four. Oh my goodness. This time are we going to get to do a show on our actual anniversary? On our birthday. Because we usually don't, on our birthday, because we usually don't uh, do one because our birthday is in april mm. um fifth of april and we're usually playing back the gdc shows yeah. that we don't have but we've got a show on the 6th of april unless is that when you've got yeah, tickets yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but i was on the first show so you know i know i was on it i was on the first show the three of us were there we just weren't we, didn't, we hadn't worked it out yet had okay. we hadn't worked it out uh this is uh lecker tunes it's a, it's called end of the day not quite at the end of the show yet. Got another 20 minutes. 15 minutes to go. Um, do we have any other business? Uh, yeah. This Friday, my mum's coming to stay. Friday after, mm-hmm. Marioki. It is. Is, uh, is, is, is your mum not coming for Marioki? No, she's not. Why not? Um, she was going to fly out to GDC. She's very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think she's been to Marioki before. I want to say I don't think it's quite her scene, but it probably it is. Probably is. Yeah. Probably is. We were going to do Mario Kart GDC, of course. We still might. We're still trying to work out 
that because even though we're not going one of our representatives still making the journey to San Francisco and if we can make Marioki happen over there uh, we will do we'll look into that and there will be an announcement on Tuesday probably uh, which is tomorrow if you're listening to this live or yesterday if you're listening to our podcast um, another very important thing about our London show uh, not this Friday when my mum's going to be here <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on the 13th is it's Friday be, the 13th yeah it's also going to be our caretaker's birthday okay and he's coming for it is he a super spreader <laughs> it's too soon too, too, too soon, soon. sorry, yeah. too soon. All right, shall we, uh, shall we crack on with the review section? I mean, shall we? Yeah! yeah. Scans. Oh, okay, I have an answer to this. I have been playing Jeff. Who's Jeff? Jeff. Jeff? Jeff. Is that an acronym? Well... Wait... G or J? J. And then? E double F. No. No, E O double F. Keep going. F. F. J. What? J E. Yep. O. No. J. No. E. Yep. F. Yep. F. No. P H. No. J E F. Stop. There you go. That's it. F. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff is a game that I found on uh, on Steam when I was exploring the other day, and it looked weird. So I decided I was going to play it, and actually did play it, and I played it to completion. Is it like GIF? Should it I be? Was, I was thinking the same thing. GIF. That's what I'm going to call it. It's definitely J E F. That's all I can tell you. Um, the description of the game on its Steam page says this. Travel the galaxy, find a dog, watch billionaires put together IKEA furniture for regular people, learn about the source field, get mentally healthy. And it is weird. Who's it by? Um, it's by a, an artist, uh, an artist called Jeremy something. Jeremy Jeff. something. Exactly. That's where it comes from. Not by Jeff. Uh, it's by Jeremy Jeremy something. Can't find his full name. Jeremy, Jeremy with a J. Jeremy Coutillard. His name is. Definitely with a J. Uh, it's a third person sort of platformer where you play a space alien in the year 2050, after which uh, Earth has been colonised by aliens basically to save it from itself. And you sort of walk around this very, very strange, artsy uh, narrative. It was produced as a piece of art, an art project. Uh, the guy is an artist. Uh, it's weird, really, really enjoyed it. It was very, very unsettling at times, stupid at others, funny at others as well. Took me about an hour and a half to complete. Um, there are secrets in there, more things to explore. And at the end, you find out what Jeff stands for. That's the payoff. Uh, I think Simon would hate it. I think you'd find it quite interesting. It's mm-hmm. definitely my sort of things. Reader, listener, I can't tell you what you would think of it. Uh, but I, you know, I recommend it. Seven out of ten. Will you be alive in 2050? Oh, that's asking for commitment, isn't it? Well, is that a question or a threat? It's just what, that's when it's set. I want to know if you're gonna. I think it depends what happens. Depends how much of a super spreader you are. <laughs> I'm <Or> super. <laughs> scants. Um, 
so you know last week I was playing um what was it called? <laughs> I was playing Tint. I do. We talked about yeah, it. Apple Arcade. That. Yeah, and then so then I started playing another game that I downloaded at the same time, which has similar colours in its little square. Um, what you mean the icon thing that yeah okay square. so did you play this back and you went oh I'll have another go on tint and then you no so I downloaded okay. them both because I was like nice colours good in um, and so I've been playing this one and I was thinking about it on the way here and I was like yes and so when I review tilt uh, I will say this and when I think about tilt I will say this and then I went to look at it on my phone it's not called tilt okay uh, I thought it was good that I'd got tint and tilt mm-hmm. um However, tilt is an important word. Uh, so this is called life slide, uh, and you have to um, uh, navigate a uh, a paper airplane by tilting the screen. Mm. Not tinting it. No, don't tint it. Cost, a, cost you a dollar. <laughs> um, yeah, so you make a, a paper airplane go around, and you have to go. And when you're close to the ground, go faster, get too close to the ground. Ooh, you like crash. So we talked last <laughs> week about how... <laughs> so we, talk, we talked last week about how uh, I've played some of these games for you know, a very short time and then bounced off them. And Simon was suggesting this is because they're free. Yeah. This I'm is rich. another example of that. <laughs> that I played I played this game and thought the control sucked on it and uh, yeah. and did not enjoy it. Um I have restarted it mm-hmm. quite a few times. Um couldn't get the hang of it. Also I had an ear infection this week and this just made me feel a bit weird playing it. Has anyone else caught the ear infection? No. Just out of interest. In but your I'm office. hoping if anyone else is getting it it'll be super. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah. It just made me feel a little bit weird. I, I couldn't get the hang of the tilt. Mm. Um, I thought it was going one way and it kept sort of sliding. And so it, so it starts with um, what seems to just be like a bit of a tutorial. Um, you have uh, some colourful like circles um, just appear in front of you and you're going through this like space bit um, and you have to get the um, paper aeroplane through that. And if you don't quite get it through another circle of the same colour will um, appear again so you just have to get it through the next time I was so bad at it and I thought well surely this must be wrong maybe I've maybe I just haven't maybe when I started I was maybe holding my phone in slightly wrong and I should just I'll just restart it and, and I'll start holding my phone at a proper angle that didn't really work either um, I like paper aeroplanes they seem really nice but I didn't get on with this Seven out of ten. Okay. Simon. I've been uh, rattling through loads of games this week um, by... Uh, thanks to this handheld. Can I have a look? You can have a look. Yeah, I won't show you the games, but this is... Uh, I, well, I... I, I, can I touch I, it? Yes. Um, I'll just rattle through... So, uh, it's got can loads of it? emulators on it, by all means. <laughs> um... On the Neo Geo emulator, I pop back to uh, Metal Slug, Ooh. a game I've never finished. I played in various versions. Um, what's nice about the uh, playing them on an emulator is that you can save the states, ah. so uh, I could choose to finish it. Um, uh, that's still lots of fun, isn't it, Metal Slug? I've never enjoyed it. Have you? Uh, it's but just, because of the thing that you talk yeah, about, it's, it's too hard. hard. 
Uh, on the Spectrum, I tested that with Jetpack. Still tough, still lots mm-hmm. of fun, and Manic Miner. Jetpack the one where you have to collect the bits of the rocket. It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, again, all, all games were hard back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, that was lots of fun. Uh, the Amiga emulator, I played Sensible Soccer. Uh, blimey, time's not been kind to that one, says the world champion as well. <laughs> uh, and I played uh, Rough and Tumble, which was written by my friend and boss, Jason Perkins, um, which uh, runs for about... <laughs> I, uh, I texted him over the weekend. It, it runs for about 30 seconds, then freezes. So okay. I asked him if a patch was incoming. Give him some <laughs> constructive feedback. He also said it was down to... Uh, he was pushing the hardware quite uh, quite hard back then. He says um, it was inv- <laughs> probably the advanced use of dynamic co- copper lists. Which is freaking out yeah the emulator so still only seven out of ten uh scum vm i've got monkey island up and running for when i also want to not play that again um neo geo pocket turf masters remains a solid golf game mm-hmm. uh and card fights catch which i have to admit is probably the game that i bought this handheld for um yeah uh <laughs> i can't believe we all used like that pocket snes the adventures of batman and robin uh, first time on an emulator it's ever run flawlessly really um, so uh, that's a difficult game excellent though for the time and still brilliant now 7 out of 10 PlayStation ISS um, Tomb Raider I mean that's an ugly looking game but still full of uh, nostalgia uh, bah, 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 bah. I played Mario vs Donkey Kong on the Game Boy Color um, bah, bah, bah. but the most interesting one here is um, an emulator <laughs> called Cannonball Okay, never heard of it. Never heard of it, no, because it runs one game. Is it Cannonball? Is it... I've no idea. Well, it runs Outrun. Ah. Uh, but what it does is it takes um, the original files. We all own the, uh, the ROMs, don't worry about do. that. Of I've got the do. big red movie thing in my garage. Don't even have a garage. Um, it uses the original files, but they've... They've been they've something they or uh, I think it might be just an individual has has rewritten the game to uh, offer enhancements beyond what the original arcade did. So you can <laughs> tweak the difficulty, um, you can correct some of the uh, visual uh, de- deficiencies that the arcade cabinet had through the, through oh, it, it pushing oh, the hardware. Oh, uh, it's got nice oh, analog steering oh. on it. Um, uh, your gear is on the left trigger there, and I don't use gears. Okay. <laughs> You haven't got a car, have you? Well, I do, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> do you use it? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm still using it. Um, uh, they've added extra modes, like like there's an endless mode and stuff like this to it. So um, what it does is it enables you to look at a game that, you know, we've been playing on emulators for a while. I bought it on Switch recently, yet to open it up on Switch. But here, have, being able to sort of get under the hood, mm. pun intended, um, and play around with some of the settings. is, is um, joker. It's really nice. Ooh. 7 out of 10. How are you getting on with that, Anne? Pretty good, actually. Thanks. Have you played Outrun before? Yeah. Oh, um, you can play it from first person. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm guessing must have been the camera mode on the on the sit-down yeah. ones, although I don't Perhaps. call it. But Oh, 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 oh. Go. <laughs> Go. Uh, I've played another game. Go on. I played it last night. It's called Iris and the Giant. Have you heard of that? No. That sounds good. It might be both of your sort of things. Uh, because for Scans, mm-hmm. looks looks pretty. Looks like this. Very nice. Very nice. And for and it's got like little emotional cutscenes about being sad. 
Aww. Yeah, a little bit of narrative in there. And for Simon, what? you can skip them. Yeah. And also, uh, it's a collectible card game and an RPG and a roguelite. Oh, cool, I'm in. Um, you are Aris, who's a bit sad, and um, battling what I assume are her inner demons. She, she's a kid at school, she's getting bullied, that sort of thing. Uh, you have these sort of... Um, it's kind of turn-based game. You get dealt some cards... There are some enemies in front of you and you have to decide which cards to play to defeat these enemies. The enemies keep going. You can see them in the distance. Uh, eventually, you've cleared the whole playfield. They'll come forward as you, as you beat the first row. The second row will come forward. Uh, you have to choose which cards to play when. Um, as you progress through the game, you'll unlock more skills, you know, perks, that sort of things, more aggressive and more interesting cards. Uh, and it's just got really, really, really nice gameplay loop. It also looks super, super What's beautiful. What's on Android? This is on PC. Um, What's the card game like? What are the mechanics? That's what I've just described. You get dealt the cards yeah. and you play them yeah. to defeat these waves of enemies but, uh, like, on a grid. Yeah, right, okay. But so so imagine... Like, are you buying any, any, playing energy... Oh, so that thing, yeah. you, you, so you have a pack of 20 cards. Occasionally you'll get dealt more cards to add, but you, if you run out of cards ever, um, then it's game over. So there'll be little treasure chests on the play field. If I beat this enemy, the treasure chest will slide towards me. I'll open it. That'll give me four more cards. You can select, oh, I'll open that pack, which has got loads of cards in it, or this one, which seems to have strong ones. It's only got two cards. Uh, I think it's really, really smart and absolutely beautiful. I love the art design on it as well. Uh, 7 out of 10, if I didn't say that already. I've been playing Outrun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of it, Anne? Uh, good, I wasn't very good. Apparently, I think you need to use gears. So why I want to get um, an automatic car. What, because of that? Yeah. Because the gear stick is on the yeah. L2? Yeah. Mm, I understand that. Yeah. Maybe we could go on a road trip instead of GDC, knowing that you can drive. I, I mean, I can drive. So we might need to. <laughs> Real slow. If this all in if, first. If this all goes a bit the road. Yeah. We have to evacuate London. Yeah. How many seats in your car? My car is not in London currently. Well, bring it to London. How many seats? One, two, three, five. Five. So who's going in it? Me. Yeah. Matt. Fine. He has to sit in the front as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. He's got, got long, long legs. legs. All right. Also, he can drive. Who else? Simon. Dexter. <laughs> really? He doesn't even listen to the show. <laughs> he listens to the podcast, uh, and that still counts. Uh, you can come along as well. But what about... Our families. Yeah, what about our families? But one of your family. Well, one of my That's family. That's true. <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> All right, good to know. Um, thank you all for listening today to One Life Left. Uh, Don't we will to wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands, sing. Happy birthday twice. Or the thong song four times. And we will be back, uh, everything willing, we'll be back next week. By the way, we've got a Discord and the description will be in the podcast description. So if you want to join, it's secret. Have a look there. Till then, we're One Life Left. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.